0: Hey, what's up everybody for your fix of fitness health life and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right It's at the podcast with your host yours truly Adam Pullman Welcome to the podcast where all of your health fitness and nutrition questions are Answer. This is the way this show works. Listeners just like you send in questions and I answer those questions on the show. That's how it works. So if you have a health, fitness or nutrition question that you want to send in that you would like to have me answer, excuse me, for you, <laughs> uh, you can do so on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. That's where you can find me every single Sunday. I post a question box on my story that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. Uh, From there, I take those questions and I answer them here on the show. So uh, that's how this show works. Today, the question that we will be answering is about losing weight. Should you run or should you lift to lose weight, to lose body fat? Which one should you do? So we're going to be talking about that in today's Uh, episode. But before we go into it, I want to remind you guys of one more thing. We have much more than podcast episodes for you guys here at Pullman Fitness. We have tons of valuable free resources, uh, articles, guides, and those are all uh, available free for you. So if you want to download those, uh, you can go to PullmanFitness.com slash free. We have guides on muscle building, fat loss, getting better arms, a complete guide to protein, tons of stuff for you, as well as hundreds of articles. So you can go there, uh, and that link, again, is PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. All right, today's question is run or lift to lose weight? Uh, pretty straightforward question, not going to lie, I'll take it. Um, here's the thing, in and health and fitness, for some reason, well, this isn't just health and fitness, it's just life nowadays for some reason, we like to look at things as either or rather than maybe 60% that, 40% the other thing, or 10% this, 90% the other thing. Uh, we look at it as like this absolute, that it always has to be this one way. And we can't think that way, especially when it comes to the human body. There are some absolute truths. uh, But for the most part, there are situational circumstances. There are things that change depending on the situation, depending on the person, depending on the goal, depending on the history. Um, And so what's one, what's best for one isn't always going to be Uh, what's best for another. It's going to completely depend on the individual, okay? So there are not always absolute truths. However, in this situation, there are a couple of general truths that do apply to you and can help you figure out what you might want to do in order to lose uh, weight, in order to lose body fat. And I want to also clarify one thing before I get into the answer here. I'm going to just try to speak in terms of losing body fat whenever people talk about weight loss because weight and body fat are two different things, okay? We like to think that they're one and the same, but they're not. We can lose number on the scale just by losing water weight. We can lose muscle mass. We can uh, pee a few more times. We can take a dump, and the weight is down, okay? What most of us are talking about is losing body fat here, okay, which is talking about losing the fat from your body while retaining lean muscle tissue and hopefully not losing any of that. All right, Um, which oftentimes or sometimes doesn't cause weight loss can actually be weight maintenance or sometimes even weight gain, especially if you gain muscle. All right, so I kind of want to help us move from this scale mindset to more of this body fat percentage mindset. So let's talk about this in regards to losing body fat. All right, so the question is, run or lift to lose body fat? Which one should? We do, and again, like I mentioned, there are situational circumstances, but there are some general truths that you can, um, that you can that can guide you to help you figure out which which way you might want to put the pieces of the puzzle together for yourself. Okay, and here are those general truths: lifting weights, strength training, resistance training promotes a faster metabolism. Okay, that is a fact. Um, That is a fact for 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 all human beings. Okay. Uh, of course, it's going to depend on how you do it. Of course, which way you do it is, ge- and which way is best is going to depend on the individual. But generally speaking, again, remember I said there are some generalizations, but even within those, they can change varied on the individual. Generally speaking, resistance training and weight training, strength training, whatever you want to call it, is going to uh, promote a faster metabolism. It's not going to burn the most amount of calories in a session compared to running, but it is going to promote a faster metabolism. Running or cardio, on the other hand, will burn far more calories per session than weightlifting will. However, there is something that goes along with that. Our bodies, when we, are, when we expose them to certain environments, uh, they adapt over time in order to better live in those environments, okay? So, if we are exposed to heavy weights, our body is going to try to become better at lifting those heavy weights by gaining muscle and getting stronger. If we are constantly doing cardio, what our body needs to do to get better is become energy efficient, more energy efficient. Think of like becoming more of a Prius than a semi-truck, something that uses a little amount of gas for a long period of time because that is beneficial for cardio. If you're doing running, if you're doing any sort of cardio, and you're blazing through calories extremely fast, that's not going to be good from a survival standpoint. That's going to be very disadvantageous, okay? That's not going to be advantageous for you. So that's how the body is going to respond when you rely on it and you do it chronically, okay? I'm not talking about doing it for a few weeks. I'm not talking about doing it once. I'm talking about this is your only form of exercise, and it's all you do, okay? Look at marathon runners, for example, okay? There's a reason that they're not super muscular. One, it's not going to make their running any easier. And two, it's not going to make their running any easier. <laughs> okay. Their body is not going to do well if they have a lot of muscle. They need to be able to take few calories and make them last for long periods of time. What that means is a potentially slower metabolism. Okay. So it will slow your metabolic rate if you do it chronically too much over long periods of time. So we have weight training. The body's response to that is building strength building muscle faster metabolism okay that's the body's long-term response to that stimulus the body's long-term response and and the short-term response for um, for strength is less calories burned okay the short-term response for cardio is going to be more calories burned however we have that caveat and that is the more you do it the more you rely on it the there is more potential that that could affect your metabolism again that's if that's that's if it's the only thing that you're doing, and you're doing it chronically, nonstop. Okay, running is all you do. I'm talking, you run for an hour a day, and that's all you do. You don't touch weights. You don't do anything else. So those are things to keep in mind, especially when it comes to fat loss. Because when it comes to fat loss, we need to be consuming fewer calories in the day than we are burning. Okay, it's called a calorie deficit. So more calories are being expended, are being burned than are being consumed, than are being eaten, uh, and and drinking, drank, drunk, whatever. Uh, <clears throat> more calories consumed. Okay, more calories coming out than there are consumed calorie deficit. That's how we lose body fat. There are several different things that play a role in our metabolism in the way we burn calories. One of those ways is our resting metabolic rate. This is just the amount of energy that it takes for us to be functioning, um, for our body to stay alive, for um, the processes of our body to happen, our heart to beat, stuff like that. Okay? That's your resting metabolic rate. So, that's the amount of energy energy that your calorie burns just sitting there and doing nothing all day long, all right? Now, there's also calories burned from digestion. That tends to be about 10% of your calories burned in the day. Your body needs to use energy in order to digest foods. So, we have the resting metabolic rate, which is about 60 to 80% of your calories burned in the day. Uh, sorry, 60 to 70% of your calories burned in the day. Uh, and then your digestion, which is about 10% of calories burned in the day and then your movement, okay? This is non-exercise activity thermogenesis, your NEAT. This is fidgeting. This is walking. This is doing chores. This is me pointing in different directions and using my hand when I'm speaking. Uh, that's going to be 10 to 30% of your calories burned uh, during the day, okay? So, that's kind of what this, uh, this whole calorie burn things look, thing looks like. So, as you've learned here in this last minute, A majority, a very large majority of your, over 60% of your calories burned are going to be burned from your resting metabolic rate. The amount of calories that your body needs to burn to keep you alive and functioning well, even when you're just laying around, okay? Now, we know that strength training and resistance training improves that resting metabolic rate, improves the amount of calories and increases the amount of calories you burn at rest when you do it consistently for longer periods of time. We know that running and chronic cardio has the potential, when abused, to decrease that number. Now, in modern life, we are more sedentary than ever and we are consuming more than ever. So, in terms of fat loss, specifically speaking in terms of fat loss, it would be advantageous for us to be able to burn tons and tons of calories at rest. It's going to make fat loss easier. It would be much more advantageous for us to burn Two thousand calories in the day, just sitting there, and then not even including what you burn in exercise, digestion, whatever. Then it would be to burn a thousand calories in the day. When you're bur- burning very few calories in the day, it's very easy to consume more calories than you are burning, and that's how you would gain body fat. That would be a calorie surplus. Okay, eating too many calories. All right, but we need to be in a calorie deficit to lose body fat. We need to be burning more calories in the day than we are consuming. So to make that easier it would be make sense for us to want to burn more calories at rest. Therefore, a majority, the main chunk of your exercise programming should be strength training, resistance training, weightlifting, whatever you want to call it, using weights to demand your body to get stronger. That's what you should be relying on to get your, to your goals. That should be your meat and potatoes. Another thing to take into consideration as you figure out what you want to do. Long term, it's going to be best to do the least amount of work to elicit the most amount of change. If you do everything you possibly can to reach your goals, what are you going to do to maintain them? You're going to have to continue doing everything you possibly can. And the more the more strenuous that is, the harder that is, the less sustainable it's going to be. But when you do very little to get a lot of change, it's going to be easier to maintain. Okay, Now, resistance training falls into that category. Right? So, Resistance training, weight training, strength training, using weights to get stronger should be the meat and potatoes of what you're doing in order to lose body fat. Now, this is where people get confused and they say that Adam and Pullman Fitness is anti-cardio. That's not the case whatsoever. I use cardio. My clients use cardio, but we use it appropriately, especially when the goal is fat loss. Okay, so now the question is, transitioning, how does cardio play a role in that? We mentioned before that cardio burns far more calories per session than weightlifting does and this is especially true when the individual is not used to the cardiovascular activity they are not their body is not used to being energy efficient okay so therefore they're going to burn tons of calories in that cardiovascular session in that hit workout whatever it might be now we mentioned also before that there that there need to be more calories going out than there are coming in burning calories through exercise can help us do that okay now remember It's going to be far easier long-term to maintain if you can easily do that by just existing and eating a little bit fewer calories because your metabolism is so fast, okay? But there are situations where you might need to add cardio in order to burn more additional calories. The thing you have to remember, the more that you do that, the more that your body gets that signal, the more efficient it is going to become. The less calories it is going to burn per session. Okay, especially when it is done chronically. So this is the mistake people make. I want to lose body fat. Okay, I want to lose body fat. I'm going to start with three hit sessions per week, and then I'm going to go to four, and then I'm going to go to five, and then I'm going to go to six. The more that they do that, the less calories that they're burning per session, the less effective those workouts become over time because their body is adapting. It would be far more beneficial to use those cardio sessions at the last second only if absolutely needed before reaching a goal deadline. So let's say Joe Schmo wants to lose body fat and he wants to lose a certain amount in 12 weeks. He wants to get to 10% body fat in 12 weeks and he started at 15, whatever, okay? So we get to week nine and there's three weeks left and based on the progress he's been making, it doesn't look like he's gonna quite make it to that 10% goal by that deadline that he set for himself. If he just kept doing strength training. At this point, his body is not used to the cardio, okay? So it's going to burn a lot of calories per session and 3 weeks is a pretty short time frame and time frame and he should be able to maximize calorie burn in those 3 weeks before his body becomes too adapted and it becomes, you know, less effective. So this would be a great time to start incorporating a few hit sessions per week in order to accelerate that fat loss, all right? So it's not a matter of run or lose weight. It's a matter of both and how you want to balance each of those out depending on what your goal is and how long you want to take to get there as well as what you want to keep doing to maintain and sustain that goal. Do you want to lift three times a week to maintain that goal or do you want to you know, have to continuously run and run and run and add more and add more and add more and add more to maintain that goal? Because like I said, your body's going to become less... Uh, efficient, or sorry, more efficient with calories. Therefore, more cardio is going to have to be added to burn the same amount of calories that you were doing before, or you're going to have to eat less. And we all know how slippery of a slope both those things are. So cardio is good for your health. Cardio is very, very, very good, and it can help and aid in fat loss a ton. This is not an episode where I'm telling you to not do cardio. Don't go telling your friends that I'm anti-cardio, because that is not the case. I love cardio, okay? It can be used as a tool, but it is best used when it is not relied on and it's used at the last minute to accelerate fat loss. And this is in regards strictly to fat loss. We're not talking about cardiovascular health. We're talking about optimizing and maximizing fat loss. So if that is your goal, my advice to you would be to have the meat and potatoes of your training program be resistance training and then use cardio sparingly in order to burn more calories when needed. Okay. If you enjoy cardio, fan 10, you want to do it the whole time. Awesome. Do the freaking cardio. Okay. But still make sure that a majority of the time your body is getting a strength building, a muscle building signal that that signal outweighs the cardiovascular signal. So you're lifting four days a week and you're doing, you know, two 12 to 15 minute hit hit sessions a week. I'm not talking about running for an hour, five days a week, and then lifting, One or two days a week for 20 minutes. Talking about the opposite. Meat and potatoes, majority of what you're doing is strength training, and then a a smaller amount can be that cardio. Um, And that's assuming that you want to have the easiest time maintaining those results, right? I hope this clarifies it for you. Um, if you have questions, those of you listening, if you have questions that you want to send in and have answered like this one, you can do so on Instagram. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Finn. That is where you can find me to send in those questions on Sundays. And then if you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family. If you're on Spotify, it's super easy. Just hit that share button uh, there on the screen. If you hit the three dots in the top right and then hit share, you'll be able to share that however you would like. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating and review would be a massive help. So if you feel it's worthy of a five-star rating and review, please leave one and let your friends and family know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered.